0: Good Saturday morning. It's October. It's mid-October. It's actually sweetest day. Um, I don't really have much to say on that. I don't know. My husband and I were trying to figure out what the hell we were going to do this evening. Because it's one of those things we both didn't know about till this morning. I mean, after 23 years, we're just like, he was like, oh, he's like, uh, I think it's sweetest day. And I, happy sweetest day. I was like, I win. <laughs> like, So we're like, we should do something today. Because we really haven't had a date night alone in a while. I mean, I guess you can count that we went to the curbside pickup last night, and that was like our date night between nine and ten last night. Like, I know that my older married couples will get that—that like that's the grocery shopping trip together. That's like your date night when you have children. And I'm probably scaring people that don't have children. They're like, "Oh my god!" And it's so cute because you always are like, "We're gonna make date night," like you know, it's gonna happen. And I gotta be honest with you, 23 years later, this is the first year that we have successfully done once a month date nights we are currently nine for nine this is the 10th month and we're actually doing it at my house this month on trick-or-treat with friends of ours and some homeschool families we're just having everybody come here letting the kids run wild i'm going to make this really cool like apple cider sangria maybe some jello shots and we're doing like a potluck and we're just gonna have date night here in costumes while the kids are out running the neighborhood trick-or-treating So yeah, that's um, our date night this month, so we're trying to make it happen. We've done potluck before this year, like, you know, there's been a couple times where I think we've done that at someone's house, we do like a potluck or game night, and I think that as adults we really need to get better about doing that. I mean, ideally, yeah, every week would be great to meet up with your friends, and I know I talk about this world being a capitalistic hellscape often, it's my favorite two words strung together, capitalistic hellscape because everybody's working like 60 hours a week and, you know, they're fucking barely hanging on. They're just like dangling over the precipice of this void and they're just trying to like, you know, and I'm guilty. I'm like, look at this beautiful dinner I made trying to pretend like everything's fine. And it's like the season for, you know, seasonal affect disorder and more time to reflect and think because you can't be so busy doing things because you kind of have to hunker down, you know, in your homes more in this kind of weather as it gets worse in the winter. But, That being said, you're like, where's this going, Dana? No. It's going towards self care. Like, we, I know I talk about this all the time. I actually just, you know, on my own journey, like, freaked out and screamed at my kids like a week ago because they were being kids. They're, you know, brothers fighting. They do that. We all had siblings. Shit. My brother, like, I got stabbed in the head by my brother, like, literally stabbed, bleeding. It was an accident. I'm going to say that first and foremost. He was just, like, staring at his hunting knife, you know, looking at it lovingly and longingly. But he was staring at it, sitting on a beanbag, and I jumped down to say something to him on the side of his, you know, head, not paying attention. And I jammed my own forehead onto the tip of his knife, and facial wounds cause a lot of bleeding. So anyways, long story short, siblings fight. And uh, I kind of screamed and was like, I just need you to stop! Did one of those mom yells. And I'm trying so hard to, like, be better for my kids so they don't have, like, this crazy toxic environment. And, um, you know, I did, you know, later I was like, okay, you know, this was a my issue. You know, you guys are doing what normal kids do. You're fighting. You're arguing. And there's a better way to handle this than me lashing out and screaming. And it goes back to self-care because it's just like babies. I literally just had this conversation with my therapist um, this week. Halt. H-A-L-T. Hungry, angry, lonely, tired. They tell you to look at those things for babies and toddlers, like, you know, when they can't really speak to you. When they're upset and they're crying, is it because they're hungry? Are they angry about something? Maybe they're sitting in a wet diaper and they need to be changed, you know? Maybe, you know, something's going on that you got to figure it out. Are they lonely? Do they just need to be held and loved on and kissed? Are they tired and they're cranky and maybe they need to lay down for a nap? We need to just basically have halt for all of us. When you're feeling fucking overwhelmed and stressed, you need to think, when's the last time I ate? Oh, it's fucking 7 p.m. and I just had coffee all day? That, that could be a fucking problem. Um, maybe I'm angry. I'm angry at something going on in my life that I need to fucking handle. Whether I need to set better boundaries, whether I need to just tell the person that they're pissing me off, whether I need to just go into my room, blast some fucking music, and scream into a pillow or punch it. Like, I need to do something with that angry energy. Am I lonely? Do I just need somebody to fucking talk to? Do I need, you know, do I need a hug? And hopefully you're in a good relationship or you have good friendships where you can do that with somebody. You say, I'm just having a fucking bad day. Can I just get a hug? Um... And are you tired? I know a lot of people don't get good sleep. I didn't have good sleep for over 20 years and just in my 40s, ladies, it's a magical time. I also was telling my therapist about like this whole, that meme about, you know, I tell everybody I'm in my villain era, but really I'm just practicing good self-care and boundaries. Like I feel like I'm in my villain era. Like I have said more often than not in the last couple years, yeah, I just don't care about that. (laughs) I just, you know, when somebody's telling me their problem, I used to go into, like, fix-it mode. Like, maybe they were just, like, dumping on me. Maybe they were just, like, venting. But they would tell me about a situation in their life, and I would automatically take that on and tell them ways they could fix it. Like, I was basically everybody's therapist. I don't know if any of you do that. And I have great helpful hints, by the way. But then I was working on everybody else's shit and not my own. Because, hello, it's easy, right, to work on everybody else's shit but your own. So now... I'm really taking the energy inward. And when somebody else tells me their issue, I'm just like, man, that sucks. And then I just don't go further than that. I'm just like, oh yeah, that sucks. That's terrible. Because they have the power to change their own shitty circumstances. They do. We all do. And um, I think that we like to, all of us are, you know, are there valid excuses why we can't? Of course there are. Single parent, I have to take care of my kid. I have to work two jobs. There are more hardships people have out there. And you know, you have to find time for yourself. And I know that sounds so I'm trying to think of it sounds like such a privileged thing. But like, I always think of how people spend their time. Every single person that I will see sometimes bitching about how they don't have time for something. I do see them expend energy into something else. So they do they do have time you we all just get to decide where we put that energy. And we can't be salty with somebody else. You know, they they exercise every morning before work. And you're like, oh, I wish I had the time to exercise. Well, that person fucking decided to make exercise their priority. So they make sure that they go to sleep at maybe 8 and wake up at 5 so they can, like, go do their exercise before work. That's their priority. And I think every one of us has our priorities. And instead of being, like, upset that somebody else is doing something we wish we can do, we just need to rearrange our priorities to fit that in if we really want that to be our priority. It just... I mean, I was just joking with my mom, and I was like, I I bet my kids are going to grow up and be like, how the fuck does my mom have two jobs, my dad have a job, but we're always broke. And it's because I may have two jobs, but they're both PRN. And my husband does have his one full-time job, and we are always broke because I don't do credit cards. I basically just work enough to pay our bills. And yeah, I'm not saving up for a rainy day because I think I see so many people die and we tell people to save up for a rainy day, and I've just seen way too many fucking people barely make it to retirement age, and they're either too sick, their bodies are all fucked up, like they can't enjoy it. And I think it's like a con to tell people, you know what, fucking enjoy spending the money that you probably should be saving on going out to eat. Do that if that brings you joy. Go see a movie and spend fucking $50 on getting popcorn and candy and pop. Or honestly, I just sneak that shit in, but whatever. But, like, you know, go do something that brings you joy. Because this is such a fucking crazy time. And it probably has always been a crazy time. But, like, I think when you hit middle age, you're like, shit, I'm technically halfway through my life. I am in the teenage years of my entire life in that, you know. I think that's why people have midlife crisis crises. Anyways, crises, uh, this is why they have them because my grandma's like 93. So in a sense, I'm absolutely like, this is like my midpoint in my life. How do I want to spend my next half of my life? Do I want to just work 60 hours a week, barely see my kids and just, you know, be applauded by a society that's already a shit show. That's fucking toxic. No, 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 we're not doing that. I'm going to do what I need to do to live the life I want to live. Am I going to be broke mostly? Sure. Am I going to fucking take, you know, any $50 I have in my account and fucking go out to have some fucking queso and margaritas? Yes, I fucking am. Because it brings me just a smidgen of fucking joy. And honestly, what is your life about if it's not finding moments of joy? If it's not spending time with the people you love? If it's not making and creating things that make you happy? So, yeah, I, I have, we have one car that, you know, most times (laughs) runs (laughs) most times, but like, you know, making those choices of just trying to figure out my, just to make sure that I don't have to be at work as much to have two and three car payments. There are all decisions that, yeah, it's just, sometimes I feel like I'm living like Little House in the Prairie days. Gotta soak the beans overnight so I can cook them for eight hours, then I can freeze the cooked beans because buying dried beans for a dollar is Cheaper than you know, it makes eight cans worth every little bit. Like, I will do that kind of work to not have to actually go to work and work for somebody else. Like, that's the kind of work I'll do. So, anyways, yeah, it's just do something that makes you happy. This this is the time of year that I'm really gonna try to focus on self-care. So I know this is longer than I usually go, but yeah, take care of yourselves, make you a priority. Don't deal with things that are toxic. Um, I have left jobs that I felt like was beginning to become make me toxic. And it was a, you know, I'm just like, ah, I'm gonna leave. I went back to a job I recently worked at, but in a totally different position, and I can already see it's going to be different, and I I can handle it better. So, yeah, leave your jobs and find another one. I mean, people act like you need to be loyal to a company for 50 years. For what? For what? <laughs> like, for a company that could fire you without any fucking notice? Like, no, I'm gonna tell you right now, job hop like a motherfucker. You're gonna have new friendships. You're gonna have new skills. And you're going to be able to adapt as life gets crazier. You're going to be able to be like, oh, yeah, I've had like eight jobs in the last fucking 10 years. You're going to be the person that can adapt with changes as time goes on. People that stay in a job for 30 years, they don't know how to do anything different when you put them somewhere else. It's like, oh. And I got to be honest, I switch jobs often enough. Like it used to be every four years. Then I had a job for eight years. But like in the last two years, I have had three different jobs. Two of them I'm currently at. One of them I was only at for maybe half a year. But I gained skills. I gained knowledge from that. So don't be afraid to job hop and switch jobs. Don't be afraid to do things that might bring you joy. And you matter. You're worthy. You don't owe anybody else an explanation for the choices that you make to ensure you have a good life. So I want you to remember that.